Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. <laughs> me, 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 do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, hoes. Mm. Welcome to the Airbuds podcast. My name is Jamel Johnson. My name is Mike Benner. There you go. There it is. That's us. Happy basketball. We do not have a Peter Moses with us. Uh, he is a new dad. He is tired. He is underrested, overworked. He mm-hmm. and his wife are just knee deep in diarrhea every day. Just every single day. Just dealing with mountains of diapers. And you know what? So just cut him a break, please. Yeah. We just let Peter get off, live. Get off Peter's back, which is covered in apricot scented shit yeah he's got uh he's got recycled gerber everywhere all over him every single place yeah uh but you know what we're here and we're here for you you know we might be a day late as well but it was a holiday and uh we all had things going on we all had travel yeah you know i i was traveling um and we figured we just we decided to observe Dr. King's birthday. It is Dr. King's birthday as we're recording this. We are wrapping up a day of NBA basketball, which we will get into in a moment. But first, in, in the spirit of the uh, anti-capitalist Dr. King, let's talk business. All right. Go to patreon.com slash Pod. $5 a month. You can support the buds. You can get bonus episodes. You get access to our discord. Uh, I mean, we were talking about bringing back money schmooves. Speaking of business, weren't we Jamal? Well, money schmooves is called <laughs> money talk. What is money schmooves? I'm tired, man. I've been, I've been all over the road today, but yeah. What uh, were you Shmoney doing talk. today, Benner? Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about it. Shmoney Talk was a Patreon-only business podcast where Jamel answered listener questions about money. Uh, Very fun stuff. And I think we're going to be doing more episodes of that soon. So go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Again, bonus weekly episodes, bonus series like Shmoney Talk. Uh, You get access to the Discord, which is fun. And then uh, if if you can't support us with $5, you know money is tight. Uh, if you want to do something, though, for us, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Click that five-star button. That really helps us out with the algorithm. Again, Spotify lets you review podcasts now. It lets you rate them. Uh, five stars in there would really help us out a lot. Uh, and then on Apple Podcasts, you know, if you write a review, that is also very helpful. And maybe occasionally, if you write a funny review, we will read it on air. Um, and now, I think... We're done with business, right, Jamel? Anything else? 
Um, I got a new hat. You did get a new hat. And I saw that you, okay, is that, is that a beanie with every NBA logo on it? Yeah. It's pretty tight. It's, it is the head version of the classic jeans from the mid 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. The Denver Nuggets jeans. Yeah. Uh, pretty tight. I saw that you had a show last night where you gave hats away to the audience. Yeah. And the audience was mostly comics, but everybody got a hat. That's tight. And I know you have about 900 hats in your closet, so it's not like you I mean, really dude, lost yeah. anything. I still got, we got more fucking hats, bro. We could do more. Yeah. How many Wizards hats you think I got? Uh, how many Wizards hats do you have? Are we going over and under? Over, under 30? I would say over 30. Okay. Well, you're a little off. Oh. It, it's more like more like six, but uh, yeah. In dog years, that is well over thirty. Correct, you are yeah. correct. Um, yeah, you're not only uh, hat rich or hood rich; you have a lot of hoodies too. I got hella hoodies. Um, hold on, I just got myself the the basketball freak hoodie. Oh, wow. Oh, that's some business we forgot. Guys, go to tpublic.com, search Airbuds Pod on there. We've got uh, many goods happening on there. We've got a lot of t-shirt designs. Uh, we got our patented basketball freak uh, t-shirt, which is uh, a still from uh, the Slam Dunk anime that somehow we have not had a season to this letter sent to us yet. Uh, we got well, a bunch of other it's stuff. so racist because the show's so racist. I don't think they can even keep their right. royalties once they realized we had a black host they were like i don't know if we can yeah we shouldn't touch this yeah um but yeah uh, go to uh t public you know they got sales all the time we've got a bunch of fun shirts up there if they haven't been taken down by uh, uh legal cease and desist then they're good shirts still amen um but jamal okay look i'll just tell you today you know there are two days that are like kind of sacred in uh, in the NBA season, right? They're kind of the days like the NFL has Thanksgiving, obviously, right? College right, right. football has like kind of New Year's Day or like kind of like weird random, the weird like holiday taint area between like Christmas and New Year's Day is like yeah. all college football. Whenever, yeah, in that time in the off season where coaches are going to um, – bars by the waterfront and hitting on co-eds yeah they've got that too the nba though has two days every year that i feel like they own undoubtedly and that is christmas day because there's no Mm -hmm. other sport on and then it is uh, martin luther king jr day which was today uh both days this year i i typically i i wake up and i put on basketball and then i go to bed at 10 o'clock after watching six to nine games depending on how many there are that day uh, amen christmas this year i was traveling uh we we booked a trip uh we braved omicron we you know we between booking the trip and the trip happening omicron became a thing and yeah. so uh you know it became just an anxiety filled day of uh am i going to die because of this plane ride on christmas day uh but because of that plane ride i didn't watch any 
NBA basketball on Christmas Day. And luckily, it did not get Omicron during the trip. But then today, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, my wife, Deborah, my lovely wife, Deborah, she had the day off from work. And we decided to take uh, a trip up the coast, just like a day trip to Santa Barbara. Uh, we we gotten um, reservations at a very fancy Spanish restaurant. Spanish is like my favorite cuisine. I love uh-huh. a good paella. I love tapas. Yeah, like, you do. I, yeah. Um, and there's like a world-class restaurant up there. Uh, but, you know, because like it was like a day trip. We left at like, you know, 10 in the morning and we just kind of like took it really easy, stopped off at a few places on the coast. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I saw the world's biggest uh, coffee filter. Let's go look at the world's biggest coffee filter. Exactly. Yeah, I saw the world's biggest uh, uh, rabbit vibrator. <laughs> okay. Tried to put it in my butt. Didn't work. Damn. Was it um, outside? Oh yeah, this is all outdoors because of COVID. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, uh, but here's here's what happened, Jamel. So we we got we managed to grab a five o'clock reservation because this restaurant is hard to get a reservation at because it is a very famous restaurant, and uh, and but we we purposely did it outdoors because we're 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 trying not to do anything indoors right now. We're trying not to uh, get COVID. Uh, Deborah's job in particular depends on her not contracting that disease. Um, and so we found an outdoor reservation uh, at this very fancy restaurant that we've both been looking forward to going to for a long time now uh, and even brought our dog up because it, it was like the patio is dog friendly. Um, so we we took a road trip up the coast with our dog, uh, our adorable dog, Greta. And, uh, and it was kind of drizzly. It was kind of rainy up the coast, but like, you know, it was sunny out by like by like 3 p.m. And we were like, all right, like our outdoor reservation is going to be fine. You're talking about the coast of California. Yes. Santa okay, Barbara was the true. was the destination. Um, okay. And uh, and then so the restaurant opens at five. We have a reservation at five. You know, we get confirmation texts early today about like, you know, confirm your reservation at four o'clock. We get a reminder. It's like it might be cold on the patio. So make sure you bring a jacket. So we're confident that like everything is fine. We have no reason to think anything's not fine. Uh, but then we show up at five o'clock and they're like, oh, because of um, because of the weather, you know, the weather says it might rain tonight, which it wasn't raining. Uh, we canceled all of our outdoor reservations. And we were like, fuck. And then, uh, so then we were like, they were like, we can seat you inside. And we were like, we pointed to the ground. like, we have a dog with us. So you can't seat us inside. And they are like, oh yeah. uh, Okay, sorry. I guess, can you leave now? (laughs) Because you have a dog. So we just turned around and left. uh, And then I guess we, we had a glass of wine at like a wine tasting room and then just like drove home for two, two and a half hours. And then we, we ended up stopping at a Costco and our dinner was a hot dog and a slice of pizza from Costco. You laughed. That's your wife's favorite shit. (laughs) It's kind of my favorite shit too. You guys run into each other at Costco more than anyone else. I think I go to Costco a lot. I bought a John Deere jumpsuit the other day out of there, man. 50 bucks for two piece. I remember, uh, was it last summer where like you ran into Deborah and you had like two giant Ziplocs full of change? And change? She, she, asked, I, you what the, she asked you what the change was and you were like, don't worry about it. 
It wasn't change. It was also cash dollar bills. <laughs> but there was some change in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so basically sacrificed a whole day of, of watching basketball today just to go to this one restaurant only to be turned away for no reason, for fake inclement weather reasons. Uh, and so I have... Witnessed zero basketball today on an important basketball day. So today you are going to tell me everything I missed, basically, as I you mean, see to, it. To be honest, brother, I really checked out on everything you said. All I heard was, Jamel, I'm married now, which means I cannot watch basketball on the holidays. You know, you say that and that, that may be true, I guess. I never really thought of it like that. That's That's what marriage is. For better or worse, specifically means trying to watch basketball on the holidays. Well, here's the thing. I don't think if I, I think Deborah would would does not give a shit and wants me to watch basketball whenever I want. Uh, I think maybe you see it that way. To me, I see it as I wanted to eat some paella, so I skipped a day of basketball. <laughs> That's where, and you you but you skipped a good day because the Sixers looked like ass in a bag. Um, okay. So yeah, the wizards, your wizards played my, my favorite team, the Sixers, uh, and got their asses whooped. Can you recap the game to me? Um, we were in y'all shit wire to wire. Um, and B dropped 30 plus. It didn't matter. You can't legally Um, not shoot 30, 30 points a game at this point. Yeah. Um, Kuzma dunked on him. I I saw I saw I got an alert for that while I was like on the fucking 101 north and I yeah. was like I'm not going to click this bleacher report link I don't want to see it which brings me to my next point which will come up later in the show I think whatever team gets the best dunk in the game should win the game I don't think we need to bother with points okay uh, well I kind of I, you said it will come up later in the show, and I have no it idea which up. game you're talking about, but I'm well, don't, very don't curious. Now. Let's let me stick on my whizzies. Okay, uh, it was the first game of the year where we had the full team back. Bradley Beal coming off a third uh, COVID protocol instance where he did not actually have it. Inconclusive tests led to him missing three games. Is there something about his DNA that like is just gives inconclusiveness? Yeah. I think once he started, once he started growing his hair out, Mm. it all seems like COVID now once he, and especially with the braids in. Do you think he's doing like, he's the only player in the league that somehow has an agreement to do like hair DNA test for, for COVID? (laughs) He might be. That sounds like some shit he would decide. He also (laughs) did. He cut his, he cut his braids a couple weeks ago. Let mm-hmm. me not um, let me not lie on this man. Well, he's got a little bit of length. No, am I am I crazy? I feel no, like I no, 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 no. Is he, it all? It's all short. It's all short now. His oh. grandma died, and he. I think he cut his braids off for the funeral. Oh, that's good for him. I guess. I mean, not good for him. Like, got, yeah. What? I don't know. I just like that. I'm just like you know. That's if if that's the reason why, then like it's really sweet that he did that for his grandma. He wanted to look nice for his grandmother's funeral. I feel what you're saying. Yeah, that I mean that that is the timeline of the events. Mm-hmm. He his grandmother dies, he misses a week, he comes back, no more braids. Anyhow, uh Thomas Bryant, fantastic off the bench today. 
Ooh, your I favorite. I, I, God, I hated this man. But I think I hated him because the team sucked. You understand what I'm saying? It might not have only been his fault that the team was ass, but he was ass. No, you looked around and you said, I I need someone to blame. And this guy just stood out as a guy worthy of blame. For sure. Because he just looks so stupid. But uh, was Have you watched him on Selling Selling Sunset? No, no. I've been waiting to coordinate with you. Hmm. Um, His game today was Selling Sunset worthy. I would overpay for his home in the valley. It's a deep, deep valley, and you're I think you're definitely overpaying for it. We're talking um, Woodland Hills. Oh yeah. I'll I'll drop I'll drop three million dollars on a two bedroom uh half and a half bath. Can I okay, so sidetrack here. Traditionally when an NBA player goes on a major piece of media, we we drop everything and do a Patreon episode about it, particularly when it's one of the ball family. Um Lonzo Ball in the particular. Uh yes. Um, but usually it has only been one episode, uh, that like, like we've only had to watch a 22 minute episode of Fuller House for Lonzo Ball, or we only had to watch a 14 minute segment, um, for Limpsic battle between Lonzo Bar- Ball and LeVar Ball. Uh, the, <laughs> the Thomas Bryant selling Sunset arc is like spans five episodes and these are like hour long episodes. Fuck yeah, man. That's like, that's <laughs> You're into that. That's, that's longer than some Chicago PD subplots. Okay. So you're fine. You're fine with committing five hours of our time to selling sunset, just to talk about Thomas Bryant for 20 minutes. I am fine with committing five hours of our time to anything, anything, even a felony. And this is why we're bad at business. Yeah. Um, please visit uh, tpublic backslash airbuzz.com. All right. Let me uh, ask you uh, real quick. Um, Rui Hashimura is is kind of, a, uh, I think, like a kind of favorite of our podcast. I think we all kind of were optimistic about him as a player. He's kind of had some uh, a bumpy first three years of his career. Uh, today he shot three or six from uh, for for eleven points. Um, you know, five, I think he had five rebounds. Uh, he seems to be coming along slowly. I'm assuming he came off the bench. How do you feel about Rui right now? Um, you know, it was seeming like he was the weak link for a little bit of this game. Um, like early when Thomas Bryant checked in, he just immediately started shining. He was active. He was everywhere. He had the jumper going. Uh, And Rui just kind of like wasn't making sense in the flow of the offense. But then uh, once Thomas Bryant checked out, it kind of was like that space was Rui's. And he hit a couple shots. He's been kind of slowly getting back into it. This is his, what, third game back? Yeah, he's not. Yeah, yeah. The point total has gone up in each game. you know what I'm saying? I think he had like let's look let me look at it. Let me look at my son's logs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he came Shot back. Shot three or six. He hit one three. I think he had uh he hit four or four for three throws. Yeah, uh, he had a steal. He's getting to the line. He's making his free throws. 
I'm fine with it. I think the team is fine. Everybody's like, what moves are we going to make? Should we try to get Sabonis? And I'm like, no. We're the Wizards. We're not supposed to win anything ever. <laughs> Except the team and let's move forward with this. This is pretty good. Everybody, we like, we had like four dudes off the bench in double figures, man. So this today also was a particularly everyone sharing the ball beautifully. Um, I all, I credit this to MLK Day. We do not lose on Martin Luther King Day. We that have that true. early game and we just don't lose. You have said that matter. before. I do want to point out uh, as we're recording this, Jamel, I, I haven't, I did not disclose this to you before we started recording. I've got the Lakers jazz game going right now. Yeah. Um, on a different screen. Uh, Austin Reeves just hit. He essentially just did it like the unathletic version of an like off the glass alley-oop to yourself where he, he, he tried to floater from just inside like the foul point line, uh, the three, the free throw line um, and missed it awfully. But then went up and got his own offensive rebound and tipped it back in for a layup, while also falling on the ground awkwardly and looking <laughs> ugly the entire time. Come on, man, that's AR fifteen, baby. You better yeah. duck or get bucked. Blip, blip. It was pretty. It was pretty impressive in how like a effective it was and b how like unathletic it was. Uh, two points. I we're definitely calling it the foul point line from now on. <laughs> Don't let me forget that. It is the foul point line. That is Airbud's law. Airbud's Sharia law. Line. Yeah. Uh second off, shouts out to Candace Buckner, uh the writer from the post after um LeBron uh got Glenn Consor fired. She wrote an article that was like, you know, it, it's Glenn, he's old, he's weird. He made a mistake. Yes, it was bad, but there's, you know, whatever. And then she was like, nobody said shit to LeBron when he called a guy AR-15 on TV. I Yeah, but there's, I think calling someone AR-15 and allegedly mistakenly referring to a player's father's murder that he committed <laughs> you no, think I'm it was sorry. on purpose you think he did it on purpose i don't think he did on, i i i don't know if he did it on purpose i uh, we talked about it on the on a patreon episode i think there's a world where it was a genuine mistake and i think it is just as likely the other way also so you think there's a chance he did that on purpose to say he did it on purpose is misleading also. I don't think he was trying to hurt the guy's feelings by bringing up his dad's murder. I think he might have just said it in the moment and been like, fuck, why did I say that? God, it's just so crazy. But anyway, I mean, okay. It's not on the same scale of misspeaking, but... No, I, I don't I don't pretty- think there was a world where Glenn Consor purposely tried to make Kevin Porter Jr. feel bad about his dad. Now, the the... The next thing to litigate is: Did he mean that he truly think that a guy like that Kevin Porter from thirty years ago, whom he has no connection with, that he truly think that that was his dad, or did he make a joke about shooting a gun 
by act like did he let that slip when he might have known that Kevin Porter Jr. He's more likely to know that Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad has a history of gun violence than he is to know anything about Kevin Porter, the guy who played for the Wizards 40 years before he got there. But the joke is even worse. Like, Kevin Porter's dad, that was the worst time to shoot the gun. That's also another thing where it's like, is he like that? That's a different layer to it as well. Cause if, if he, if he was making a reference to Kevin Porter's dad, Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad, then uh, it just was a bad joke. But then you're like, well, this is idiot who says dumb shit all the time. Know what a good and bad joke is. That's true. He doesn't know jokes. He's not yeah. good. At- I know that much. No matter how you cut it, it's like the guy misspoke um, and he either misspoke. It's also weird to just be like a black guy who's named Kevin Porter. Of course, another Kevin Porter that I know is his dad. Like that's vaguely racist in its own right. Uh, (laughs) Bronny's going to be in the league in two years. I don't know what you, I don't know what to say. Yeah. There are four holiday brothers. All of the holiday children are in the league. Yeah. Right now. I do. Uh, one thing I will say is that, like, whether or not Glenn, Sor- Glenn Consor meant to make a joke about Kevin Porter's dad's gun violence uh, history, um, like, the guy has made millions of dollars and was on TV for 25 years. Like, I don't feel bad if he has to go retire a little early. It's Wizards Media. I'm going to say he's made hundreds of thousands. I don't know if... That's a $250,000 a year job that he has had for 25 years. There's no way Glenn's worth in There him. is absolutely no way. I, 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 uh, as someone who used to work in local media, news media, I, I, I'm, I can promise you he's, he's made maybe a quarter of a mil a year for a long, long time. For Wizards Radio? That's crazy. They're paying people that? Is the job still open? You could get it, probably. What the fuck? Actually, I mean, you would, yeah. Anyways, but this is this is such a tangent. How do you feel about the Wizards right now? They just beat the Sixers, who were resurgent right now, uh, doing much better, playing with, uh, I think, who uh, Joel Embiid is the best player in the league at the moment. Uh, I love him. I wonder if it makes me wonder if Wes Unsell Jr. is too smart. Wes has been gone with protocols and you know, protocols, and we look bad against Portland, the team that is, you know, Pretty in bad. a fucked up position. They're yeah. not doing so hot. And then we lost another coach. We're getting coached by motherfuckers from the Harlem Globetrotters. And finally beat a team like not only have we not handily defeated an opponent all year, this is the first time we did it, and it was against an Eastern Conference favorite. Like, this is a team who is easily top four. They're, I think the Sixers right now are a second-tier favorite behind the <clears throat> the Bucks and then the, the Nets and the Bulls. Uh, well, with Levine going down. Right. That, we don't that's know true. Yet. We haven't talked about that yet. Shit. Man, yeah, exactly. and Durant as well going down for four to six weeks. So it'll probably be closer to six because I'm sure they're not going to want to rush him back. Once again, why do 
I do not want Demontis Sabonis on this team. I don't want Miles Turner on this team. I want all of these fucking losers that we got right now to stay on this team. Don't nobody move. There's no point. I will say I think Miles Turner might be kind of the center you guys are missing. That's not true. We have five centers. And they're all bad. Thomas Bryant, the guy who you've shat on for two seasons at this point, one and a half seasons. Well, uh, is is you're finally praising him for the first time in in 475 days tonight? You're right. Yeah, because but I think game. Miles Turner brings he's he's Rudy Gobert light. He's he's he could be the Rudy Gobert of the East. Nah, I don't want to do it, man. I don't want to do it. Because we already got, fuck it, man. We're paying Thomas Bryant less, man. Fuck it, man. That's a good point. Let's do, and he does the same fucking thing, man. As Miles Turner? I mean, I don't know if he's getting, he's like defensive in the same way. He's not getting blocks like he's that. Not altering, he's not altering the game on defense the way Miles Turner is. But the Pacers suck dick. Stretch five, another stretch five. I do see what you're saying, though. I mean, this this is tinkering for the sake of tinkering. The Wizards are like other like you guys are you guys are going to be in the playoffs, and you're going to like maybe win a first round series. Possibly, maybe not. Maybe we are who we are. We are who we are. No matter who comes in here, LeBron could come right now, and we would at best be a six seed. You guys in the Lakers are actually pretty similar. It feels like. Like the uh, Lakers yeah. are kind of like an older version of the Wizards in the West. Which brings me to my previous point. The Laker game tonight, an excellent example of why dunks should decide the outcome of the game. I mean, what are we watching the most on Twitter? What is a house of highlight? <laughs> it's a slam fucking dunk. Mm-hmm. Ball is life. Slam dunk. Slam dunk or like if you are if you hit a three like from anywhere near a logo, then you yeah. should any logo, even though they added four more logos to the court. Yeah, when you hear from the logo, it could be from like nine different spots on the court. It's from fucking Paisano's Pizza or fucking Eastern Motors. Yo, if you hit from the fucking Golden Corral logo, that's not the same as the center half court logo. Yeah. But yeah, to your point, Russell Westbrook today uh, in the first half of the game uh, against the Utah Jazz uh, fucking yammed one on Rudy Gobert, drove from like five feet beyond the three-point line all the way down the lane, took off from about like eight feet out. Right, two feet inside back. the foul point line, right inside the foul point yeah, line. Yeah, cocked the, the ball back and hammered it in Rudy Gobert's face. It was incredible dunk. I don't know. Russ, I mean, has, he's he's had a pretty good game uh, this game. I've been kind of watching him. He just kind of uh, moments ago, Jamal, I don't know if you're watching the game in the background like I am, uh, just pretty much sealed the game with a beautiful floating layup uh, again in Go- Gobert's face who was trying to contest. Um, I mean, his stats aren't great right now, but he's been kind of controlling shit he, and grabbing clutch rebounds and I don't know. He's just trying to do less crazy shit. Yeah. 
He's not shooting well. He's five of 14, but you know, he's still, you know, he's got, uh, he's been having a pretty good game. I don't know. And nobody's going to say sorry. Nobody online is going to say sorry. No, because everybody hates Russell Westbrook. And actually we've been taking some heat online for me defending Russell Westbrook and, um, the shit he's been getting. But I, I don't even know why I do that. I just, I love Russell Westbrook and I think he's kind of very misunderstood as a player and what he adds to the game in a lot of ways well because it would just be nice if he added some normal shit to the game but that's just not we're not at that stage of his career anymore no I think it's just people like he's this this idea that he's still a stat chaser and we talked about this with Joe Mandy a few weeks ago but the idea the, the idea that he's a stat chaser still persists to this day, but people say that without understanding what him notching those stats means for the other players around him beyond even just assists. Yeah. He's, you know, when the, what about the locker room when Russ comes in and makes everybody turn their music off so he could put on his music, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the little stuff that we're not seeing. Do you think he does that? He might do that. He might get in early just so it could be his music. Well, Jamel, so do you know the the you know the, every season there's like the player survey and the GM survey, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, Russell Westbrook is like regularly voted as one of the most beloved teammates in the league. Dude, he's got to be great to play for because that's what I'm saying. He's coming in early. He always has the beats pill. Yeah. So this idea that he's like a a bad teammate or chasing stats or whatever that has dogged him his whole career is crazy because his teammates saying are saying they love playing with him and he's winning when he get when he not just stat stats up. I don't know. Oh, I mean Russell Westbrook is a great example of how much the media controls what we think of players because mm-hmm. he tell has been telling the media to fuck off for a decade. Which I think rules. <laughs> Which absolutely rules. The way he is presented is done in a certain way. And now people are like, see, Russ is bad. Look at what ESPN said. And it's all because he doesn't talk to these people. Yep. That's it. And that he throws really dumb turnovers. Well, he does have dumb turnovers every now and then, but you know, then he like also averages like twelve assists a game. So it's in, just yeah. the dumb turnovers. That's the only thing that anyone's got on him. But he's only doing that because he's trying so hard. Well, Jamel, the Jamel rule proved out. Uh, Russ with the the dunk of the game. Uh, the they, Lakers officially just won moments ago. They should call the game at that point. Why even bother with the other three quarters? It's true. Uh, uh, yeah. It, why? If, I say if forget Rudy Gobert gets embarrassed by Russell Westbrook, they should just call the game there. Call the game. And then LeBron should delete his apology. You see LeBron said sorry to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, that was kind of funny. That's super funny because LeBron's the only one who's been hooping. I I like I see that's that's the kind of like passive aggressive leadership that might annoy me about LeBron and I I I'm very pro LeBron you know me I I think LeBron is obviously one of yeah you it, just defended him 
calling a guy the fucking the mass shooting gun. <laughs> okay, well, are we going to go back and cancel Andre Kurilenko because his yes. number is forty seven? Yes, he's in the racist part of the Disney vault now. Yes, no. <laughs> He's All in the, of the Song of the South? Yes. It call, it, if you go in the racist part of the vault, it is Steamboat Willie, Song of the South, um, Goofy Movie, and uh, old Utah Jazz games. Right. I do. I, I, I wonder. There's a part of me that's like, how do people. Was LeBron called out by like conservative gun type people? For calling Austin Reeves AR fifteen, nobody said anything about it because you Mike can't say anything repeated about it. it. Yeah, because if like fucking if 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 uh, Tucker Carlson criticizes LeBron for calling him AR fifteen, then cut Tucker Carlson has to admit that AR fifteens are bad. It might just be a genius play. It might be a five D chess move by LeBron, which would be amazing. He's I wonder if Tucker- them. He's trying to tempt like. Second Amendment types to call him out for something, and then LeBron gets to be like, "So, you agree AR-15s are bad?" <laughs> Damn! Remember when the government killed Martin Luther King Jr.? Yes, I've been remembering it all day today. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Atlanta beat the Bucks today. Atlanta coming around. Kevin Herter uh, <laughs> had a nice game. Uh, Thirteen. Three assists, two steals, eight boards, three threes. Kevin Herter, who uh, who I will point out, has kind of sucked this season. He's been on and he's been hurt for a while. He missed a lot of time, like a lot of people did. Yeah, but uh, you know, definitely not. I just remember last year during the playoffs, you and Peter giving me shit for saying he's not good. Well, because he fucking he he ethered your whole roster. He put y'all niggas in the dirt. You remember Matthew Dellavedova had an incredible finals against the Warriors? Where the fuck did he go after that? I don't know, man. To his house. To fucking Sonic. <laughs> exactly. He got a fucking cherry slushy. All I'm saying is I feel, you know, either uh, tonight aside, I feel a little like I was right about <laughs> Kevin Herter, although <laughs> You posting yeah, not- him in the MLK jersey to social what? media today it was so it was very funny. He was he is a, um he is what Dr. King envisioned for us. Just an ally in the form of a redheaded translucent man. Yeah, who can who can who? That's what America needs right now. Can he hoop? I don't know if he can hoop. Well, he's a, he's a hooper, but can he hoop? It's debatable. He can shoot. Uh, I don't know if he can hoop. Dude, he had 13 a block, two steals, three assists, eight boards. That's hooping. I See, I think of like Lou Williams as a quintessential hooper. Well, yeah. Okay. So hooper, then you're talking more like 20 points, no boards, four assists. Just straight hoop. Okay, well, Lou Williams, I think, uh, I think it, the typical stat line in my mind is like 32 points, five assists, three turnovers, and like four steals. Eight girlfriends. 
eight girlfriends they that all know about each other and are cool with it. Stare so down. God, it's just yeah. like Andre 3000 said. Uh, the Bucks looked like the best team in the league the other day, like at times. And then here come the Hawks putting it right in their ass. What, what do you think about the Hawks, buddy? Well, what do I think about the Hawks? I think no Bogdanovich tonight. My, you know, I love me some Bogdanovich. Still got their ass. Um, I think the Milwaukee Bucks are probably they had a rough start to um the season and they've actually had a rough kind of last week or so but i think in between the first like five games and the last like five games they've been the best team in the east like Giannis has just been incredible everything you were saying last season that peter and i were just kind of like you're fucking high jamel uh you were right about i was um they're really good. I think again, like they had a really rough start and they've had a really rough kind of last, I would say five to six games other than just thrashing the warriors to fucking pieces, uh, last week. Um, like, but I think they are to me like favorite for the finals. They are currently at the five seed, but like also they have the same amount of wins as the number one seed, the bulls. So with the we'll we'll see what happens with Levine's knee. Mm-hmm. Uh but with Durant going down yeah, big shakeups. At least the ho- the home courts are about to change because of this. But uh, all that so, to say your question was how do I feel about the Hawks? Uh yeah. they fucking suck and I think they they are they're they I've like they've very much played over their heads last year uh and and kind of you know rode momentum into beating a uh a very complacent Sixers team with a Ben Simmons that was already had his foot out the door uh mentally um and you know not to say that the Hawks like they rose to the occasion and and fucking fucking molly whopped uh, a, a, an overdog that was sleeping uh as they should have uh, but then you know they took one game from the the Bucks and then got their asses kicked, and now I think this is the team that they were last year. Just they don't have the confidence anymore. They're eighteen and twenty five now. I don't think they're going to make the play in. I think they should make more trades to get Trey I mean, Young help. They just beat the they just beat the Bucks. So what? The fucking the Thunder have, have beat the Warriors. <laughs> like it happens every now and then. Hey, don't you sleep on the Thunder. The Thunder have been threatening to win a game for weeks now. Uh, they uh, they had a close one against Dallas tonight. Lost to Dallas by two. Uh, they lost to us by like two. Uh, they lost to someone else by two the day after that. The, 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 the Thunder. Dangerously close to winning a game. I feel like they're a team, if you're looking to hit a under, they're, they're, there you they're guys. They're your guys right now, but you you gotta act fast because who knows when their spirit will be inevitably broken. Well, let's talk about the West for a minute. How do you feel about the Mavericks? They are nine and one in their last ten. They're very uh, they're they're asurgent. They have kind of overcome some of their woes. I think Porzingis came back tonight. I didn't see his line. Do you know how he played? Uh, Porzingis. 28 and 13. Oh, no, 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 my bad. 28 men's. 28 men's, 13 points, 8 ribbies. 
one assist. That's a fine. That's a perfectly fine, acceptable coming back from injury. But, you know, he's going to go down with at least another three injuries this season. Triple double. Um, Uh, Yeah. He's already, his ankle is already getting mailed overseas. Yeah. The Mavericks have clawed their way back into the actual playoffs. They are currently at the five seed. Uh, How do you feel about that? I, I, I don't. I picked them to make the West. I picked them to make West Finals this year. So you know, you did that, but you did that at the beginning. Did you? You didn't like. Then they sucked for a while. Then they sucked for a while, but I didn't. I didn't back off. I said I was an idiot, but I didn't back off. That you know how I feel about Trey Burke. (laughs) How do you feel about Trey Burke? Tell our listeners. I I love that fool, dude. He lost his spot on the Wizards rotation because he posted an Instagram of himself smoking weed. And I love him. No, no further questions. Uh, how I mean, did you Luke? feel about Luca talking to talking trash to our guy Mo Wagner? Now Mo Wagner is our son, and he's my guy. And he told me happy birthday, and he said he was proud of us for having a podcast. Like this, are, these are things that that can never be taken away, mm-hmm. and I cherish him. But he was bugging. Like what? So what are you doing flexing? You're down thirty. Okay, so if you're not aware, uh, the Orlando Magic were playing the the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks were winning. I, was it thirty or I think it was more like eighteen or something like that. It was just a game that was, was fully it was over. The game was out of hand. Yeah, um, and then uh, I can't even remember who hit the end one, but uh, one of Mo Wagner's uh, teammates on the Magic uh, went up for a layup. Got fouled by Luca, hit the shot, uh, got the call, and then oh, it was Jalen Suggs. I'm seeing it now. Um, Whoa, his game back! Wow, Jalen Suggs he hasn't played in a while. I think we just don't hear about him a lot. I think he was well, missing some he time. Was gone but, for a while, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, but he's just in Orlando, so it's like we just don't know what's going on with Jalen Suggs that often. It's also true we're never going to care. Uh, yeah. It'd be nice if Orlando. Uh, kind of didn't have a team anymore. Don't listen, Kyle. Don't listen to Kyle. No, I. Hey, listen. I don't want the Kimballs to lose basketball. That's the last thing I want. But do you deserve it? You know, it's debatable. Anyways, Jalen Suggs hits a hits a layup, gets the foul call. And Mo Wagner, uh, our son, uh, our our friend of our podcast, Mo Wagner, uh, kind of flexes and yells in like kind of celebration. People were saying that he got in Luca's face. I think if you look at another angle, he's actually not doing it in Luca's face. He's just doing it. Yeah, it was just sort of in his radius. It was like within a couple, like it was within a foot of Luca. He's not doing it to Luca. He's just kind of shouting in celebration, but then Luca kind of snaps and pushes him. Call, he he calls him a pussy and says, who the fuck are you? And then pretends to wipe tears away uh, as of calling him a crybaby, which is funny because Luca is the one being a crybaby in the situation. Yeah, um, he was kind of, that is clearly a, a crybaby dot TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, uh, you know, I. this is what's hard about Luca. 
it's hard to root for him because a he is like definitely like you know i i won't get into all the if you listen to our podcast you know why i'm saying this it's racism but like he is the favorite basketball player of a lot of white nba writers uh yeah uh he gets a lot more coverage than maybe his team deserves he gets a lot more like mvp consideration than maybe he deserves um he had a triple double tonight right that's great. Uh, Russell Westbrook had averaged a triple double, and people thought his MVP was illegitimate. Like, who cares? Uh, like, it, I, I just it, it makes it hard to be like people telling me on podcasts that Luca plays the right way and he he's gonna bring a championship to Dallas, and then you watch him and he's a fucking crybaby. He's a crybaby. He's the whiniest player in the league. Here's my biggest this my my biggest case. Mm-hmm. To mention Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter Jr. is a guy who is a young rising star with a lot of ability who has an attitude and it comes out. And I believe he is seen as a problem. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Absolutely. I, he now, is. The media is not handling him this way since Glenn Consor, but Come on, leading up to that, you're kind of like, wow, it seems like Kevin Porter Jr. might be out of the league soon if he keeps beefing with people. But meanwhile, Luca, you know, he's getting a tech every other day. Luca's doing all kinds of crazy shit. He's complaining the refs, getting texts, getting ejected every now and then. He's he's like literally been on film hitting on female refs and 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 people just laugh it off. Can you imagine if, if a non Luca player, if someone that did not look like Luca was like trying to pick up a female ref during a game, like the reaction, like, I think it would look a little something like this. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't, uh, my bad. Um, anyways, I just think Luca, like, man, I, I, he's a good basketball player. Obviously I, I would love to root for him. Uh, if you were on my team, but God, I think he's just kind of needs to grow the fuck up and he's given way too much credit way too early on in his career, mostly because he's white. I mean, Isaiah Thomas said this shit to us in the eighties, Larry Bird would be just another guy. Yep. Uh, but that being said, perfect place to go. Dallas, you know, they don't mind a little misogynista. Uh, you know, they're down with white rights. That was a pillar uh, of their organization for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's that. Um, uh, Phoenix, the toast of the league, got a dub tonight. Uh, our guy, Devin Booker, uh, 48 points. He's good. Love Devin Booker. Love the Suns. Uh, they're the most boring good team in the league. <laughs> Like they're just winning games and there's just absolutely no drama to be had. There's no drama. Like the the fucking the owner of the team got like kicked out and like we barely talked about it. Yeah. Um there's zero drama. They're 34 and 9, by far the best record in the league, number one in the West. Uh they won eight of their last ten. They fucking rule Devin Booker 
and Chris Paul are like should be getting both MVP consideration, but we'll split it because they're both in the same on the same team in a small market. Like they, the, the, DeAndre Ayton has been awesome when he's been a, when he's been available, and he's been mostly available this year. Uh, the team is awesome. Yeah, and um, Devin's been uh, going at some folks. I mean, you know, he was beefing with the Toronto Raptor. Um, otherwise known as Celine Dion's husband. And I, I don't know if he had something going on with, um, the Spurs cause he, you know, he almost drops 50 tonight and then, um, tweeted, uh, what, what this tweet, what this tweet my man said, y'all not as loud as you were last week. Who's he talking about? Y'all not as loud as you were last week. Did he play the Spurs last week? No. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Or is he just talking about people on Twitter who are talking shit about him? Oh, probably. I'm I'm sure, you know, Raptors.net came after him for fucking with the Raptor. And we love Raptors Twitter. We don't yeah, want to say anything all, about, about Raptors Twitter. We live in... It's all hot girls I know. It's all hot, mean girls that <laughs> could kill yeah. us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I bet that's it. I bet it was like Raptors Twitter talking shit about him last week, and then he drops 48 tonight. So he's saying, you guys aren't talking shit now, huh? Raptors Twitter. Hot women and the dudes who will murder for them. I think that's the most dangerous part, is that they figured out how to weaponize toxic men for their own good. Yo. Why isn't the fucking Department of Defense contracting out Raptors to? Oh, because it's fucking Canada. Son of a bitch. They've got their own Department of Defense. God damn. They ain't never getting into awards. I don't know. Yeah. They're never going to. We're never going to hear about Canada beefing. Unless it's Drake and Kanye. Yeah, that's for sure. Kanye, I was the guy he punched. (laughs) I ain't even tell you about that, bro. Um,. Can we, okay, can we delve into the, can we take a little side tangent into the Kanye, Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian, uh, John Mulaney chaos dating universe for a second? John Mulaney's involved? Well, John Mulaney and Pete Davidson are best friends. Oh, right, 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 right. So, and he's, he's he's going through a divorce and now he's, he's having a baby with Olivia Munn. So they've all been at the house together. So there's like a weird vortex of this happening, but I, I I think of it now because you brought up Kanye and I've been thinking about all week, the article that was, I think it was Vanity Fair did a profile on John Mulaney's now ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't mean to, to denigrate her in any way. <laughs> like okay. I'm sure she's, I think she is a professional makeup artist by trade and also, um, uh, costumer and I'm sure she's very good at that um, but she's like kind of had a sideline into uh, like fine art on the other like um, on on the one side uh, mostly of photography and I, re- I was reading this profile and not really like you know the, the profile was telling me what a fascinating person she is and then I'd read the quotes from her and I'd be like she doesn't seem that fascinating or funny or whatever this article is telling me and then um, 
And then there was a good moment where it was like the, she had some, some prints of a photograph sell at like a, an art fair recently for like high six figures. So there's like this Brooklyn art fair where she had like photographs for sale and she was selling them for six figures a piece. And so I was like, all right, I got to go fucking look at these, these photos. I got to see this woman's art. Uh, it's all just really badly taken selfies of herself in her own home. And I'm um, like, what is the art world? What is the art world in that a woman who I'm sure is talented in many ways, but like just took some selfies around her house and then because she's suddenly embroiled in celebrity like gossip, her mediocre photos are selling for $800,000. I mean, what did she take them with a flip phone? No, I think they were taken with a film camera, but like they're also prints. They're not the original. Like it's not like someone's owning the original negatives. They're just buying a print of these photos for $800,000. You know, the game, the game is what you make it better. That's all I can say about that. That's what I like. It is. It, that's, that's ultimately my conclusion is that like, you know what? She's, she just, she just made a few million more last year than I did. So would it, would it be crazy if Mulaney asked for half, half of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My bad. Um, but sorry to sorry to side. Uh, all that is to say that like I can't wait for uh, John Mulaney to eventually like wind up in a street fight with Pete Davidson, Kanye West, and Drake. I mean, it's just it's a reminder that money doesn't solve all your problems. These are the same problems that every uh, uh, man in the world has gone through. Uh, some dude uh, is fucking your old lady, and it doesn't make sense to you. Uh, what, uh, what America needs to understand is, um, this is how pheromones work. P. Davidson's attractiveness is beyond our control. We can't understand it. We won't understand it. Uh, it is just, he's goofy. Did you, did you see that, that tweet that went viral a few weeks ago? That was just kind of like, someone was like, Hey bro, nice, like 400 pound deadlift. Like she let me hit cause I'm goofy. <laughs> Yeah. Being goofy is good. Pete Davidson uh, not, is the epitome of that. Yeah, not uh brushing your hair good. Um not showering every day good. Um only watching Adam Sandler movies good. Like there's it's all good. Yeah. Um yeah. I think bimboism is is it for 2022. Let's Let's flatten out all the wrinkles in our brain. Let's be smooth brains. Let's be bimbos. Let's not think too hard. Let's not uh, learn anything. Let's just be happy and dumb in 2022. Yeah, let's get this fucking money, dog. Um, Shouts out to my guy Fleetwood. Um, His campaign, smoke all her weed. Smoke all of her weed uh, (laughs) in 2022. Dudes, we're not buying no more weed. Go to her house and make her order weed. Let's go. Let's do it. This is our year. Jamal, were there any other games? I, I see that the Cavs beat the Nets today, 114-107. Shout out to uh, Darius Garland, uh, 22 points. Uh, 
Kyrie played 27-7-9. Not a bad stat line. I think he said something weird about his vaccine status for after the game. Did you see that? No. What did he say? No. Someone asked him about his whether or not he's vac- vaccinated or going to get vaccinated. And he essentially like talked for like eight or nine minutes about like the pros and cons of whether or not he will or not. And then, but then just said at the end of like, but I made my decision and I'm going to stand on it. So <laughs> he basically just like wasted his entire media session having and hawing and then said, Nope, I'm not doing it. Bye. Well, thank you for checking in with us, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would put that game in the who cares bowl. Uh, well, maybe I'll tell you, I just, I had a funny thing happen at the, um, uh, sky cap. I was checking my bag on the way home, but I could save that for the Patreon. I mean, that's up to you. Okay. So I'm flying home. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm, I'm like high as hell. I'm like hitting my weed pen. I'm checking in. I checked in my, my rental car. I got a heavy ass bag. Cause I bought a bunch of stuff. It's uh, listeners. will remember last week that Jamel, uh, was in, uh, the DMV, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was at a DMV <laughs> and my bag's like eight pounds over. I'm fully prepared to pay the overage. And the dude is like, nah, man, you don't take some stuff out of that bag. You don't want to pay that 75 bucks. And I'm too high to be like, uh, no, it's okay. I'm ready to pay. He's like, man, just do that. So now it's also 17 degrees outdoors, mind you. And he's like watching me pull underwear out of this big ass <laughs> suitcase. My shit's falling all over the ground. We all know underwear is the heaviest thing in in a suitcase. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so my personal item was a black convenience store bag. (laughs) Your carry-on was a black plastic bag? Well, this is my personal item. My carry-on was my backpack. Uh, Okay, got it, got it, got it. Then I had a personal item, which had two throwback jerseys in it. Mm -hmm. This guy... It's like, oh, just put that shit in there. And then he tries to stuff all these T-shirts in the bag, breaks the handle on the bag, tries to tie it in a knot, gives up. And then he's just like, ah, just go ahead. Incredible. And also, yeah, the bag never was under 50 pounds. It still was over. Did you pet? No. So in the end, he helped you out. Yeah, shouts out. Yeah. You probably felt bad for Ripping on your carry on. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so that happened to me, and that's all I got. Basketball is good. Basketball is good. Uh, I'm excited. We're past the halfway mark for the season, and you know, I think we're we're ramping up to All Star. We're ramping up to the trade deadline. Um, fingers fucking crossed. Ben Simmons gets traded. Although news report came out today that he uh, restated fully ready to sit out for the entire season does not give a shit um good for him good for him he's getting some money i guess uh grizzlies are good they won today they beat the bulls 119 to 106 i would say that's convincing i would have to agree uh and steven adams carried a man like a baby 
as he's wont to do. Jamel, we we are beyond the hour mark. Let's wrap this up. Got anything you want to plug? Uh, I'd like to plug water. I'm going to drink some. I haven't really drank any water today. Uh, I'd like to plug uh, at Nonprofit Comic on Twitter. That's for Jamel. At Broccoli House on Instagram. Also for Jamel. At Airbuds Pod everywhere for us. Uh, at B-E-N-N-E-R at Benner for me on Twitter and uh, yeah we love you guys, thank you for listening bye Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK.